sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Two sides of the story. That there is Tom Sides. And over yonder is Sean Sides. <laughs> I thought I'd add it there to I was like gonna do it normal and you know me. I like a funky intro. It's happening. Yes. Uh working like crazy, man. Uh I have it like I have time off at the end of the month. Yeah. Because I want to make sure like I wanna enjoy my time off. So I'm literally working every day until I have Till I go on vacation. That's so awesome that in your line of work, you like have the option to do that, right? If you to want a, the extra work, like, fuck yeah. To a certain extent, like you can only, you can always max out on hours. Yeah. But like, yeah. What is so the max like, out? 104 and a quarter, I think. That's oddly, oddly specific. Yeah. And there's like union shit involved. They're always so specific with stuff. Makes sense. <clears throat> that's I think cool. it's because I think it's because like there's like there's eight hour shifts, there's nine hour and twenty minute shifts, and there's ten hour and forty minute shifts. Right. So if you do, so the way the math works is like you could probably go over 104. So they have like the quarter of an hour to like leeway time. Makes sense if you made a mistake and you're like, oh no, I have to punch out. Yeah, ah. yeah that kind of stuff. <clears throat> That's it, cool, it's though. Cra- yeah, man, it's crazy. <clears throat> nice to have a cap. Yeah, but no, so uh, yeah, no, I've just been working every day. And then football just got started. We have our first game uh, as of this recording on Sunday, but this yeah. will be out on Monday, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, it's exciting times. and it's just, Yeah, that's cool, dude. The grind is real. Awesome. Yeah, I get that. It's been a busy go. I went away last weekend there, and... Uh, it was it's nonstop when you it was a camping trip, but it was kind of a cool camping trip because we had an entire campsite rented and it was it's in like a what you could describe as a peninsula and there's an island in the middle of the lake as well. So it's a pretty cool nobody <clears throat> nobody else has access to the area that you're in with like two beaches and a canoe house. We went canoeing and paddleboarding every day that we were out there. It was fucking awesome. Nice, man. It's called Long Island Lake. Highly recommend it for people in Alberta because there's no blue-green algae there. So it's like really fucking clean, sandy beaches. Like awesome, awesome place. I couldn't have had more fun. But that being said, I'm not a young man anymore. And I'm not exactly in the physical condition I'd love to be in. So when you're fucking canoeing a lot and paddleboarding a lot, you're using a lot of muscles you don't use every single day. (laughs) I was so little to- sore this week every day yeah. you're just like oh i have to go to work again i'm bagged now oh i have to go to work again Fuck, i just want to sleep yeah. it was one of those weeks where i was waking up at three in the morning like wired so i'd get up early and leave for work early and it's one of those weeks brother i'm fucking beat what are but your hours now i work four ten still like crazy then i found another no, no. job no, oh no, i like, work like... six thirty to five okay which is so, yeah. decent. I like yeah. like starting at six thirty. I usually get there early, yeah. Anyways, and yeah, it's a good no, no, good no. Shift. It's good. That's good. Uh, like I got, I like, I like having the flexibility of like my work. Uh, I went out last night for my buddy's uh, birthday, and uh, uh, my other buddy was like, "Well, if you want to have a good time, I start at nine o'clock. So if you want to trade me your five a.m. shift, go ahead." And I was like. Oh, thank God. Thank you. That's so, funny. Yeah. It's like but a it's, pass to have more fun. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, thank you. My shift was longer. So instead yeah. of doing like a five to one, like I was supposed to, yeah, I was nine to seven forty, and it was just whatever. It worked out. It's fine. Yeah. No, sometimes it's worth that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not good. nice when something comes through and you're able to enjoy life more. Yes, yeah, and it was nice Nothing to like celebrate that. my buddy's birthday when I just went out for wings and had a few libations and then early night, but it was a good time. I need some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help in justifying something? What's the word for that? I think you nailed it with help in justifying something. Okay, well, I need 
your help in justifying something I did today because I'm like, I'm not super proud of it, but it's I think it's cool. And I was like, I think Tom would think it was fucking cool too. And I even got you one, <clears throat> so it'll help justify it. But I went to go for a walk around Value Village to see if there was anything cool in there. And I always check out the uh, magazine section because there's often comic books in there. I found a couple of awesome sets from time to time in the in the store there. So I went and checked it out. And I found some old Star Trek fan club magazines. Nice. There was like 30 of them. They wanted $2.99 each. I just picked through them. I picked out six of them that have posters on the inside. And they range from 1988 to 1993, I believe, is the newest one. I was like, it's fucking cool. Like, it's all TNG type stuff. And then the last one was DS9 when they first started. So, like, that first pose that's on the DVD, that's the poster. Oh, nice. I was like, that's pretty cool. I don't know if I should have done it, but I did. I don't know. Like, I find that that's something you'll probably find intriguing because you didn't have it the first time. And you're such an avid fan. Yeah. That, like, you'll get things out of it and also it didn't break the bank so you spent yeah three to 18 dollars exactly 18 bucks so not bad right it's i i just need your help in justifying it i was like it's pretty cool you'll see and 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 then worst case scenario like you just give it back to value village and give it to the next fan yeah pretty much like like when you're done like i mean like i i see that as yeah, because like, doesn't most of the stuff for Value Village like go to a good cause? I'm not Value Village, no, no, it doesn't. They're just, just like yeah. a company. I think that I think they actually maybe support some local charities with a, a percentage. So I don't want to say that they don't, but I know that as far as the like okay. uh, places like that, like thrift stores that take donations, I think they're on the list of like the least amount of percentage goes to the places. Like Goodwill's a little bit higher. Stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I was just under the impression. So then you also have the thing of like, well, some of it goes to charity. So like, yeah, there's a know, bit of that. There's a bit of like good deed in there. There's too, a nice so. part of it too. Like, <laughs> I know you're talking in a for a good deed, but when you donate things there, you get a coupon mm-hmm. as well for like twenty percent off for up to fifty dollars. So you get something out of it as well when you donate. Like after we have a garage sale. We'll often take the leftovers, try and give away some of the stuff on the free site in my neighborhood because it's like a nice thing to do in your own neighborhood. And mm-hmm. then whatever's left after that, we'll take over to Goodwill in a box and you get uh, a, a coupon I, out of it as well. I know that when I left Edmonton, a lot of my stuff ended up at a value village. Yeah. Why not? Right. Well, that's like, what else am I going to do with it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's just what it was. It was just like, And it's better than putting it in a landfill as well. You know what I mean? Some people will just yeah. take that box and throw it in a dumpster, and you're like, yeah, you can do that, but, you know, mm-hmm. maybe don't. That's it. Yeah, no, that's what it was. And so, like, I had my friend Scott and Lael, like, help me out, and Michelle helped me out and all that stuff, and I was just like, yeah, I, uh, it's a good, it's a good resource to have if you want to be like, I don't need this shit anymore, please mm-hmm. take this, and, yeah. I found so much good shit too that I have in my house now. <clears throat> if it's even it's if it's like little things like old cigar boxes to put some collectibles in, or mm-hmm. uh, comics or movies or anything like you never know what you're gonna find. We've added some little Christmas things to our collection over the years from there, and I don't know. I like to go once in a while and have a look around. It's not um, everything. It's all cracked up to be sometimes what you see on the internet. <laughs> No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But like we say, like you know, me with my garage selling, thrift storing's right up there with uh, that. So I'm always, always got my eyes open. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, what else has been going on? Like, I feel it's been a long time since we spoken. Like, I know you went. Okay, so you did the nice camping trip, a lot of yeah. paddle boarding, a lot of swimming, a lot of sore muscles. Fuck yeah. Um, like what else has been going on? What, what like. I don't know, man. Like, it's been, like, straight up just work and trying to get my life in order with things. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, end of the season, end of the summer, right? So we've been cleaning cleaning house a little bit, organizing. We did the garage sale, like I told you about on the last uh, podcast a couple weeks ago there. And then after that. Did the Star Trek uh, illusion thing sell? No, I still got it. 
<laughs> nice. No one even made an offer, thank God. How pissed was Crystal? <laughs> She's okay. She's just like, for fuck's sakes. It might go missing. I don't know. I haven't even seen it in a little while. But I just bought a bunch of posters and some magazines. So, <laughs> uh, Actually, I wanted to share this with you because I was thinking of you the other day. While I was at Toys R Us uh, buying my buddy uh, his birthday gift because that's what you do. Um, I saw that there was a whole bunch of He-Man stuff for clearance. Oh, cool. At Toys R Us. So if you were to in the market to like update your He-Man collection. Yeah, I thought about getting into those, but it's just they're new. I like my that's not the stuff that I played with as a kid. Some of them are cool, don't get me wrong, but I, I I've stood there a couple times in that aisle and stared at them, not on clearance. That's different when they're on clearance if it's way cheaper, I, but but that's that's the kind of thing that I kind of been noticing, and I saw this too. Uh, now that I've gone, like I was at Toys R Us, and everything's kind of coming, everything's kind of coming back from the nineties again. Yeah. Oh, everything's like remaking nineties right now, dude. I yeah, like the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, toys that I used to have when I was a kid are at Toys R Us again. So they have a yeah. they have a mixture between. The new movie that's come out, whatever I'm, I'm for, it. I want to see it and all yeah. that stuff. And, and the like retro ones. the 1987 Ninja Turtles, yeah, is like up for sale and stuff. And you're just like, what fucking year is this? Yeah, what bothers like, me is like, how dare you try to fucking trap me into spending all that money? You know I want it, you dirty yeah. sons of bitches. But it's not like, and, and that sucks too. Then now forever you're gonna f- go to a garage and be like, holy fuck, I found a bunch of Ninja Turtles, and then you're like, oh. They're like the repops from 2023. Fuck. It's cool. But I I also, but I don't mind that. Like there's been, there's a resurgence of Star Trek. Like you can buy action figures for, uh, there's the the three you can buy from like the original series, which is uh, Kirk and Spock in the red uniforms there that they had from the movies. Yeah. In Khan. And then you can get um, Picard, Riker, Data. And then you can get Saru and um, Michael Burnham. Burnham, that's it. I was going to say Bowen. I knew that was wrong. Michael Close Burnham. Enough. And those are the two. Like, that's fucking nuts to me that you can, like, like all these things that, like, you and I love and then that we loved then has made, like, a gigantic resurgence. Yeah, for sure. It's very, very interesting. And you see that also with style. Like, people are getting back into the 90s style, which wasn't that good. So it's kind of funny to see, like, I've seen a lot of kids around with band t-shirts from the 90s and um, the way the pants were and stuff like that. You just recognize the looks and the, spe- like, the color schemes. And it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I, it makes you feel old because right now is... It's like the person what, wearing like, the Led Zeppelin t-shirt when we were in high school and stuff. Yeah, and well, in the, in the two, or sorry, in the 1990s, everyone was like, the 1960s was the decade, man. And now we're in the fucking 2020s, and we're like, the 90s was the decade. That's, that's the same distance, 30 years. So it's like 30 years from now, people would be like, man, the 2020s, fucking cool ass. It's like a weird, but... When people look back on the 2020s from 30 years from now, they're going to be like, wow, that's weird. They redid the 90s. Why don't we just like the 90s then? And, you know, there's always new shit coming out in every generation, but it's just funny when you throw that love to the previous generation, right? Well, yeah, but I also think that there's, like, something to be said about nostalgia because, like, who has the money now? Oh, that's right. Those people, like, grew up in the 90s. So we're going right. this stuff. And who's having kids now in large numbers? Oh, shit, the people from the 90s. What do they want to do? Show those kids what they had when they were kids, hence the Ninja Turtles, like He-Man, all that shit popular right now, right? I actually saw, uh, heard a thing on the radio today saying that people are less inclined to have children right now. Mostly yeah. because it's unaffordable and people have a hard enough time l- surviving on their own. What oh the fucking fuck, right! Think I'm gonna bring a child into this. Well, think about like the 25 to 35 year olds who have roommates still and don't live on their own and or whatever. Right? There's a large group of them out there, and like imagine having roommates. Like, hey, Carl, uh, we're gonna have a baby now, just so you know. And Carl will be like, "Fuck you, you are. I'm not living with you." Then, then you lose your roommate, and then you're like, "Well, fuck. Now we can't afford the house we're living in." <sighs> Shit, times are times are tight. You and me both don't have kids, it- so. There's that too. Yeah, the age that we're at, it's yeah. like we're nearing that window now, where it's like, 
Oh. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. Like, yeah. And like, I don't know. It's kids are expensive and a lot of fucking work. People don't realize that or, or rather people do realize that and think like, I can't be responsible. I can barely fucking take care of myself, let alone fucking adding a life to that. <laughs> no, it, like it's crazy. Like just so I can, like as I said at the beginning of the podcast, just so I can enjoy myself, I'm working every fucking day. Yeah, for sure. For a month, like a whole month of just all right. Did I tell you what we did with our garage sale money? No. You so we not. got we made like I don't know six hundred and seventy five dollars or something like that, which was decent. The rain kind of fucked us, but anyways, we took that and went to Costco and spent it all at Costco. What you get at Costco? Like groceries. Oh, just like the normal A complete order. Fucking restock. It was kind of funny. <laughs> me and like I, every time me and Crystal go to Costco, not every time, but we often have like a little bit of a bicker there. Not like where we yeah. get mad at each other, but we just don't talk afterwards for an hour, roughly, usually. Yeah. <laughs> and so we walk in there and she's like, your trail mix is on sale for work. And she's like, oh, we wanted to get cashews. Oh, there's other trail mixes on sale. And we like get 30 steps in and she's already got four bags of nuts in our cart. And I like freak out a little bit. Like, Baby, you realize you just put $100 of fucking nuts in the cart? Like, I'm not trying to tell you to fucking slow down, but, like, that's one-sixth of our budget for Costco today. So, like, calm the fuck down. It was, like, yeah. more like 80, but <laughs> I was just... Yeah, yeah, that's no, a lot of honestly, fucking nuts. That's so many fucking nuts. But we were I going actually... camping, too, like, so the trail mix like, was also to take camping for snacks and shit. Like, it was just... But then, like, I do take it every day for lunch, and so it'll last me, like, weeks having yeah. it in the house. That's why. But I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, $100 for nuts. And, I just, Col- I just bought a <laughs> Coleman cooler because sometimes like, we have like a full fledged like oven and shit at work. Yeah, and so like if I do like a nine to seven forty shift like I did today, I'll bring three eggs and a slice of cheese, make an omelet, and have like some toast with it. I'll make my breakfast. I'll have my lunch, and sometimes I'll have my dinner there too. So I don't like I have I have eaten at a reasonable time. And then have come home and I can unwind yeah. properly. Like, that makes that sense. Is, yeah, that is the extent of like a work day. So now like, so now that I brought, like I actually bought a cooler to have like to carry all of this <laughs> and just be like. This How is big, like a full size cooler, like a camping cooler? Uh, nine, nine liters, I think. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's like a lunch cooler. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's like a lunch pail for most people nowadays. But no, that's smart. It's funny. I have like a nice lunch pail as well to bring my snacks in. And I used to like in construction, I never really uh, ate lunch or ate breakfast or had a snack at last coffee. And I was also smoking during those breaks a lot of times. And so I didn't have time to do that. But I started working at this job and everybody goes and sits down in the lunchroom and they're like cooking bagels and having cereal and i was i sat there like my first week and was like i am so hungry right now the smell of toast in the air has betrayed me a smell i love so much is daggering me so then i started now i fucking bring a bagel every day for breakfast and some fruit and then you know have a good lunch that i because i can't go off site it's like there's nothing that fucking close to where i work and then mm-hmm. on top of that, last break, same thing. Everyone's fucking eating something or snacking because we're doing hard work. And now that I'm used to it, I like even at home, I find myself I have to eat all three meals now. And it's like healthy. Yeah. But as we get older, and we get into a job like that. Might as well be comfortable. Like I bring a nice Tupperware container filled with trail mix every week and like, you know, a little container of butter to butter my bagels. And uh, it's weird as we get older, we start like somewhat taking care of ourselves in a certain way, like just pampering. Like I should have a full, I shouldn't be fucking hungry at work. I should have the shit I want to cook. And like, oh yeah, no, I agree with you a hundred percent. We don't have like, a full kitchen. Like we don't have a stove, but we have like a toaster and a mi- microwaves and a fridge and that shit. Yeah. So it's all right. But the, the airport authority wants to take away our ovens and stuff. We have like we're allowed like toaster ovens, and we they just bought like this new conventional because to- we keep all the recycling, so all like the cans and shit from flights, and we have a whole bunch of flights a day. That's so it. like all the cans, all the recycling gets brought in, and then when they cash out the money to like 
it pays for our own private internet, like a Netflix account, like all of this shit. Nice. And so we, someone bought a air fryer conventional oven with it because they're going to take away our stove. And then I was looking about uh, looking for hot plates. They're like nice. 30 bucks. So yeah, like, they're not that bad. So but what the like, fuck? What a bunch of assholes. Who's like, what the fuck? Hey? Yeah, well, Some well, CEO they, probably like, walked through and smelled how good something was that someone was cooking. was like, I'm going to take that shit away, those bastards. You know what? Before I got there, because like, we obviously work every day, holidays and whatnot. So, like, there was, like, a, for every year at Christmas time, like, I haven't worked on a Christmas day yet. It could be coming this year. Is every year at Christmas, someone brings in all the fictions to make a Christmas dinner. Cool. And then, like, what, like everyone just kind of chips in and like covers like the who's ever gonna cook it. Yeah, they like cover who's cooking. So like that's okay, awesome. This person's on this flight. All right, I'll go cover this fl- this one, and then like that person can keep making the food. All right, okay. So you're gonna go cover that. Okay, perfect. It's like the easiest fly day in the year. Like we have to be there because we are flying. But yeah. like f- flights are next to fucking empty. Yeah, that makes sense. That's super nice, though, to have that. Uh, we just did a potluck at work this past Thursday. They do it quarterly. And it's just like 12 of us that take part in it or 13, whatever, something like that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool, you know, try a little bit of different food from different cultures and stuff like that. But it's nice to break bread with the people that you fucking earn your life with, right? Yeah. Well, um, what did you, what did you bring? Greek pasta salad. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty fucking good. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, yeah, there was a pretty good spread. Somebody, one of the Filipino guys, got uh, fried chicken from uh, Jollibee's, so that was kind of cool. And some... I haven't tried a Jollibee yet. Have you? Like, I'm assuming you have. So it's okay. KFC is the so... the bomb. I disagree. KFC has gone fucking downhill. Yeah, now, if you, you I... get good KFC though, still like if you go in there and you like talk to them, you're like, hey, look, like. I've been done wrong lately by KFCs. I just want to be happy about, like, I want Colonel Sanders to, from his grave, to smile down upon you today and know that you fucking cooked his chicken really well. And you talk to them like that, and they're like, oh, yes, yes, sir. And then they cook your shit up, and it's usually pretty good. But you got to, like, have that breakdown with them. Don't give me the greasy bottom of the bag shit. No, okay. So, first and foremost, I'm not fucking guilt tripping any co- any worker into making a good chicken <laughs> it should always be good chicken yeah you'd Second, hope but you have to ask uh, like I, don't know. I, I, I the one like there's two places i miss that are in bc that i hope you get to try one day one is a chain it's called church's fried chicken and it's yeah, fucking delicious fuck it it's it, that's the best you know what I've done though, like, and this wasn't me, but someone else brought it to over to our house for dinner one night. They went to churches for the chicken, so we could try the chicken from there. And then they went to KFC and got the fries and the gravy. <laughs> I was like the fries. It was a good move. But I, I prefer the fries at churches because I have a thing about waffle fries, not waffle fries, but the crinkle cut. Okay, I, I like love those. Cut. I love. Yeah, I love a crinkle cut fry. In I think it's my favorite so, fry. I'd say, especially a deep yeah. fried crinkle cut. You're like, mm, yeah. that shit's good. Those are, uh, they're just good. Yeah, and then uh, they had this one like mom and pop place called uh, L.A. Chicken in right near the Vancouver airport, and it is the beast fucking knees. Yeah. I have never had anything better. It that is for its money, and it's cheap, and it's affordable, and it's really good fried chicken. Huh. It, Do you make a fried chicken? It, have you ever tried? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it good? Have, like you made, you have a good. Yeah, recipe. we we um we uh, I did it when I was living with Bailey, and we found this buttermilk fried chicken recipe. It was good. It was good, but like it takes time, and then like you have to like put a lot of oil in, and like you have to like like if you don't have a deep fryer, you have to like make shift like yeah, I get that. Put oil, put oil in the For pan, sure. but it was good. It, I, I, don't want I to did the oil in a pan recipe many times for making panzerotti, so I wouldn't be too opposed to making chicken that way. Yeah, yeah. So like that's pretty fucking top notch fried chicken. Um, there's something else I wanted to mention to you, and now I'm off topic. Uh, it happens all the yeah, time. It is yeah. what it is. On a stupid topic, I took one of the chairs off of our deck and brought it down to the basement sneakily today because I don't. I'm tired of having a squeaky chair. Every time yeah. we're recording a podcast, it drives me fucking crazy moving everywhere. I'm like, 
You're like, what the motherfucker? And we hear it in the show, too. Like, you, I just... thought you might. I didn't know. But now it's yeah. like, watch. See that? That's me adjusting. Yeah. You hear that? No, you don't. That's fucking no, great. That's, that's, that's what you need, buddy. Small improvements it. at all at a time for the pod, you know? You got to sacrifice yeah. things. and Just a little by little, we're just getting better every single time. That's right. Little by fucking little. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Chair selections, yeah. a motherfucker. You think this is easy? Oh, well, <laughs> one day, one day, I'm gonna have a real fucking setup, and we're gonna be a force, a, a two to force. But yeah, any day now, someone, the right person's gonna hear this, and they're, we're fucking skyrocket into fame. It's just a matter of yeah. time. Yeah. So until that happens, I use my, I I have this table that was in the basement when I moved in, and it looks like it was from stolen from a diner. Nice. So that's the table I've used. Like it is Nothing a table for two from a diner. And it's I'm actually very happy to be back in my recording studio that is my bar in my basement because yeah. we got better internet finally and internet boosters throughout the house. So it's like I get to have my shelves behind me with featuring cool ass collectibles that change nice. from week to week. Yeah. It's pretty badass. That's awesome. No, that's dope. Well, we were like I was waiting for you to sign on. I had tunes playing and I started organizing the cupboards behind me because we took a bunch of shit out for the garage sale. So now mm -hmm. there's like still random bar shit sitting all over the place that needs to be reorganized. I'm turning this into my like office area as well where I can ship things to. I'm going to move all my shipping things into this area and stuff like that as well. So it'll be like a full workstation, which is kind of Yeah, cool. your whole like eBay business. So. Yeah, eBay. And I like sometimes I'll deal in other things as well in some of the groups that I'm in, whether it be coins or collectibles, hockey cards, that kind of stuff. So I was doing like early in the summer well i guess in the spring you could call it i was i sold some pieces and acquired some for the purpose of selling and sold them so it was, i needed ship and it's good to like build a name for yourself as well not just as a buyer but also as a seller so that when you do decide that you want to liquidate some stuff you don't have to like start from scratch people already know mm -hmm. you you have a reputation so yeah and you do all right with all that buy and sell stuff eh? yeah it's fucking fun it's just a little additive I think I'm at like six thousand dollars in sales this year. That's pretty fucking sweet. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm proud of that. <laughs> the yeah, last like you, I would say the last five years, I've averaged around fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars a year in sales. So to jump to six is a pretty fucking significant jump. But I also transitioned out of my career into another career that isn't quite as uh... lucrative. At the moment, yes, I guess that would be a good word for it. So I supplemented my income at the beginning and I had like a month off as well between jobs, which was fucking awesome when we went to Boston and all that shit. But mm. when you don't work for a month, you don't get paid for a month. So you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, all is no, well. that's, yeah, I get that. Did I tell you like, about my car issue that happened? You have a new one? Like a new car issue? No. Well, what was my previous car issue I told you about? Something the to do with the Camry. I don't know. But tell me about did I tell it you about we'll the strut out. issue? I'd, like within I'd... a couple weeks? No. No. So do tell. Okay. So I left for work and I could smell rubber burning. And I was like, what the fuck is this smell? And uh, I was like, fuck, maybe it's just one of my belts got some water on it because I had gone through a fairly large puddle. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's just a belt. So I sped up a little bit just to try to like dry it off or whatever. And it started billowing smoke out of my engine. I was like, what the fuck? So I like parked for a second. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I, I don't know what to do right now. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to call my boss, let him know, hey, I'm not going to be in at least for the first part of the morning. i got to figure out what the fuck's going on with the car. So I drive it back home. I park it. I get out. I do a walk around. I open up the, the trunk or the open up the hood and have a look at everything. I don't see fucking anything wrong. So then I do a walk around the car and I notice that the strut on the front left side has completely pushed through rusted metal and was sitting directly on top of my tire. And mm -hmm. so I had to fucking uh, get a tow truck to come tow my car to a mechanic. They got there and were like, it's not just that strut that's fucking broken. All four of your struts are broken. So, and all of your tire rods as well need to be replaced. So that was fucking awesome. How much was that? Like $2,000. It could have been worse, obviously, but it's no, always, I'm uh, sure it could have been. Balls. 
What's that, sorry? I'm sure it could have been, but still, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Are you a CAA member? Yes. It's clutch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. But, yeah, that was a fucking level of excitement that uh, is thrilling. I'm surprised I hadn't told you about it, but like you said, we've recorded very obscurely this summer off and on. Fucking busy people, right? Get off our backs. But... Well, it is what it is, right? I mean, We've done we do so have... well of consistency over the years, but lately it's been hard. Like you or I have had a couple issues over the summer, and then like you were sick, uh-huh. and then I was out of town, and so whatever. We'll get back uh-huh. on track. And know what the thing is? Like I never get sick, and then like this summer it was just like really bad fucking cold, borderline flu, ear infection. And you're it kind of like... helps though. With our celebration dates, it kind of helps. Sorry, I was just thinking of that because usually you're I actually like, thought about that today. It's fifty-two weeks away. Now it's like actually we've been doing it for three years, and then in a little while it'll be the episode that makes it that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty good, and I and I do think that that's I thought of that before too. It's just like so now when we celebrate two hundred, um, it'll be spaced out from when we celebrate two years. Exactly, or three years because we've already three, celebrated three years. Year. Yeah, holy fuck! Right, time fucking flies when you're doing backflips, eh? Right, we're coming up on it. It's fucked. Actually, this is one of the things I want to talk to you about in this week's episode. I went back and I didn't get to listen to all of it, but I got about thirty-five minutes into our very first episode. I wanted to go back oh, and like just see what what it was like, and it was fun. We were still so new to each other, like learning and you know it was just interesting hearing us we're, we're such different people now both of us than what we were then <laughs> like my god have we grown think about it man like where you've lived what you were doing your career now like you were still living in montreal working for addy at that time you just ripped yeah. your pants you were telling me the pant crotch rip crotch rip story if you <laughs> recall yeah <laughs> That's episode one, and Addy I was, was border. I was talking to Addy about that recently because I, I saw him at the wedding, and he was borderline upset with me that I just didn't go home. And I was like, <laughs> "Well, like work needed to be done," and he's just like, That's "Yeah, funny. but like your your balls were out." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's funny. Things we do for love, <laughs> but yeah, like I look at it too. Since then, I did. I wasn't driving. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm like been driving for a couple of years. I was a, a heavy smoker. I was a fucking, um, I changed careers since then. Like all the major things you can change in your life, but like a lot of them I changed since we started this. You change your career. You change your like location in the country on a couple a of few times. Yeah, a exactly. Few times. <laughs> exactly. It was just, it was interesting to have those people that we were then there's a recording of them getting to know each other. And now yeah. here we are like fucking two and a half years later and it's fucking cool to have that cool to yeah. have that. We, and we talked about early on, like this is on the internet forever, but it's just cool to now it is. And now you can go back and <clears throat> have a listen at those crazy young fools. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go back yet. Yeah. But... It's a time capsule. Like that's, what's neat about it and our relationship, how it's developed in the time. Like we were still pussyfooting around each other a little bit and we weren't like taking shots at each other on a weekly basis and pissing each other off yet. We didn't know how to get underneath each other's skins. We were just waiting on each other's words and respecting each other's opinions. <laughs> now I have no problem going now. I think like in multiple episodes I've called you a fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably deserved it. And I've called you the same as well. You son of a bitch. It's just funny at that point we were like not ready for that yet. <laughs> Yes, it was just slowly but surely trying to get there. But it's just getting to know someone too, right? And you have to be able to not take yourself too seriously and be able to take shots at each other and be obnoxious just for the sake of being fucking obnoxious sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I tell you, okay, so I I have overcommitted to a bit to the point where now it's real. It's not, but yeah, like, I, no, I can't. I get you. <laughs> so, like, I told the guy at work, and the this is for an audience of one, and the audience of one is me. Mm-hmm. And, and I told him, hey, there was this, like, really attractive flight attendant asking about you. And he immediately calls me out. He goes, I know you're lying, 
And I go, and then I was like, all right, fuck you. I'm about to commit to this super fucking hard now. I, no, man, like she was asking about you. She's like, do you know Eric Jett? Do you know such, such and such a name? And I was like, oh, yeah, that guy works here. And he was like, oh, and like, it was like, she was really attractive. She was like this, this, like really told it. I just like, I didn't ask her name. I just wasn't thinking. And like, it's like, oh, yeah, well, did she give you a number? I'm like, why would I ask a stranger for their number, especially when they're not asking about me? Sorry, man, I wasn't thinking. And now he believes me <laughs> and has been trying to figure out who this person is ever since to the point like of it. texting all of his friends. Like, do you know someone that works for this airline that like, like, the like, do we know that sounds like and, a desperate, sad man who's just lonely and, and needs love. And I was just, <laughs> I don't know why I committed so hard. And then I realized like there was a point like I can never tell him the truth. Yeah. Like, when do you, when do you tell the truth? Yeah, that's actually, like no so like i'm just gonna like and it goes my buddy kyle's like there he goes like why do you two things like this i go <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't i don't know man but it's entertaining to me and it's <laughs> like it is just an overcommitment to the bit that is like no one else is in on and it's just for me that's good. It's nice to have sheer amusement like and, that. And, and like, period. Like, so that was like a week ago. And now periodically, I've been asking him, like, "Hey, have you figured out who that was?" He's like, "No." And I've been trying to work those kinds of flights to see if I can see her, and I, I can't. I haven't found her yet. And I'm like, "Ah, well, one of these days, she's got to come back, right?" So this time, I hope I that guess. like it comes full circle, and he, a, a girl, like has a look at him, and he catches it, and then he's like. I fucking found her and they like have something and be like, Tom, I found her. And he like comes excited yeah. to you. Like that'd be fucking awesome. And then it's not, I, I really does. Like, I hope that someone yeah. he knows ends up working for that. Cause then it airline. becomes something different. It becomes fake it till you make it. Yeah. It, it, uh, any lie can be the truth. If you believe it. Fuck. Yeah. Isn't that the, isn't that the George Costanza quote? Hey, is that what it is? Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't know who gave that one out there, but yeah. I like it. It's a good one. Uh, it's for good. You, you. Uh, you're coming to Edmonton shortly ish. When is it? November, early oh. November. Okay. We got lots of time. Yeah. We got we'll have to figure out a date at some point. Early November. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean like when you're here, yeah. a day that you'll have of any time, even if it's well, a couple I'm of hours. Hope, to... I, have, I took vacation that week. Yeah. So I'm legit on vacation. Um, you were talking about like flying somewhere else. Doing we're like talking. I'm talking about going somewhere else, but like I yeah. like to spend at least a few days in uh, in Edmonton because yeah. for one, I like to see you. If we can do a live recording, that'd be dope. If not, not the end of the world. Like we can do yeah. a recording from anywhere. We've been doing it from one end of the yeah, country to the sure. other for for almost three years now. That's and right. So like that's not the end of the world. What 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 else would be nice would be. Um, you know, like to go to dinner. I tried looking at Oilers games, and it only works as if I leave early. But uh, Hillary's schedule doesn't permit it. So yeah, we talked about that. It's no big deal. Yeah, Another time. So yeah, but I'm. I would like to do that. Uh, but I, like more importantly, I'd like to get dinner, and I would like to take you to one of my Thomas restaurants. Yeah, for sure. Like force you to be like, no, Sean, we go. We're going to meet. Yeah, it would be nice to definitely try one of them. That's for sure. And then, um, and then I have other friends in Edmonton that I would love to see. Like I, I've talked about this a, f- a few times. I'm not sure if I've said it out loud, but like that chapter of my life when I was in Edmonton is probably one of the best chapters of my life. Yeah, yeah. It seemed looked, you had some happiness here. Like you did a lot of stuff. Yeah. You went to a lot of shows, and you met some good people. You had some like your buddy Josh was living here at the time. You guys mm-hmm. got to be adults together. It sucks that we didn't weren't able to connect more, but it was made to be that way and meant to be that way in order for us for this to exist. Yeah, it's funny when you look at those situations. But well, it, it, it was interesting too. Like as you say, like jo- like. And and if you look at the people that live there now, it's not the same anymore. Like it was just a bunch of like it was like a ragtag group of misfits that just ended up in Edmonton because of circumstance. Yeah. And like I already knew Josh, but I was like our little group kind of like was that like a ragtag group of misfits that weren't from Edmonton that were trying to figure out Edmonton found the greatness in Edmonton. Like I am the first person to like I am a huge advocate for that city. Going like if anyone says talk shit about edmonton no fuck you it's a great city it is a yeah. great fucking city. it is and uh like 
people would make fun of me when I would like leave Montreal and they're like, and my big thing is like, fuck, say what you want about Edmonton, but like, at least it's complete because like Montreal is being worked on all the fucking time. There's more cones than there are people. Like it's a, it was like a sense of relief to get out of it. Granted, I miss my people there too, but like uh, that, that chapter of living in Edmonton is something I hold dear in my, my story of Thomas. Yeah, I get that. It's experiences like that really shape who we are as we go through life. And it must be interesting for you, like to be able to say that and to have experienced different cities like that, because you've lived in multiples. So you have those, like you catch flavors of a city, right? And Edmonton Mm. goes through, goes through stages and different fields through the years too. You were here at a good, in a good period of time. And I think right now it can be a good period of time. It's right at this very moment. It's not a good period of time for Edmonton. Mm-hmm. The crime rate's kind of gotten out of control, but it's because of like a lot of stuff in the media wanting to defund the police. And so the police are like, fuck you then. And then the crime rate goes up and then the people all of a sudden are like, we need to do something about this. And the funding comes back and then the streets get a little cleaner. So we're in a like need funding situation at the moment, I believe. That's why things are so out of hand right now. But it's mm-hmm. like day after day, there's another fucking attack in the city. Someone being stabbed or attacked with a machete or shot. There was a shooting outside West Edmonton Mall the other day. Just crazy shit like that happening. And, you know, it is what it is. It's hard. Well, of- I think I've, I've said this on the podcast, too. Like, the week after I left uh, Edmonton, that's when the dude started setting cars on fire on White Yeah, Island. yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember that. It's just mm-hmm. moment, like the city goes through those moments, right? And at the moment, it's not maybe the safest place, but it'll come back around. It always does. Like Edmonton's yeah. a good city. There's a lot of fun shit to do here. Today, I actually did something I've never done in Edmonton before, and it was fucking awesome. What did you do? Well, Tom, I went for a walk in the River Valley, which I've done many times. However, this time I went down to the water because me and Crystal kind of wanted to go and put our toes in the water for a minute. There were some people fishing down there and a guy panning for gold, which I was like, you're so cool, bro. I can't wait to be you. But I just wanted to check out this one spot. And Crystal fucking found a piece of petrified wood. I was so proud. I was, I've shown her many times what they look like. And she actually picked out a tiny little piece. And I was like, what the fuck? So then I started hunting like crazy. And we both found two pieces, which were pretty damn cool. One of the pieces that I found has amber in it. Like, you know, Jurassic Park. Like the sap that turned to amber. I have that in one of the pieces that I found, which is fucking super cool but i've never actually found petrified wood along the river valley before it was the first time that i've ever um been able to do that so it was just a chance coincidence in a good spot so fuck yeah but that's cool so when uh, a piece of wood becomes petrified at first is it afraid and then it becomes petrified no well it's a long slow process so at first it actually starts out as completely like safe and assured wood but then eventually it does, yes, become petrified. It's a it's a weird process because you'd think it would go through the stages of first being scared or at least a little bit frightened maybe. But it actually goes usually from pretty happy, like well-mannered wood straight to petrified. It just takes like 65 to 100 million years for that process to happen, which is odd. You'd think it wouldn't be that long. Or you'd think it'd be more I... transitional. I was doing Donna, Donna Summer's I Will Survive, and you just took it very seriously. <laughs> hey, I like to take what my friends say seriously and give them a valid response when they say things to me. At first I was afraid. <laughs> I was petrified. I get it now. That's sweet. <laughs> and the beautiful singing <laughs> voice came through, too, which is nice. Our fans are having a fucking lucky episode. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Pure fucking luck. Have you looked at our numbers lately? Oh, I have not, man. Life has just yeah. been. I know. I'm not I judging know. you. I just, I, I never really think about it. And I don't think we've like actually looked at it since I was down recording in my studio. So now it's yeah. interesting to know. Honestly, man, like the way it is, is like, I'm lucky that we have time to record and I'm lucky that we have, I edit because there's like, like there are some like certain days where I'm just like tired. I'm like, all right, let's bang out this podcast, and then like I'll have a power nap, and then like I'll I'll edit it, and then I have a power nap, and then all of a sudden that power nap I've lasted to a real nap, and I, <laughs> time gets away from me. That's funny. 
Um, you know how I was excited about the con, but I also bitch about the cancellations every year. Yes, who canceled? Riker. Son of a bitch. He was like the reason I was going. I was like, fuck yeah, Riker's coming. I was going to get a picture with him. I had to. It like fits right in with my fucking echelon of people I'm getting a picture with. And now he's not coming in. Sorry, but I'd love to. I'll probably go talk to Dr. Crusher, but she's not enough to warrant a picture. And Raffi from Picard is going to be there. And the new captain who was an asshole who died, Mm. Captain Shaw. Yeah. He's going to be there, but he's already dead. So it's like. I, my personal opinion, I think you should spend the money on Gates McFadden only because it goes with the motif you already have. That's Yes. And it fits like it is. Yeah, it's, and I it, think it would it be is dope. next generation. It, it does yeah. fit with the TNG yeah. cast, and I, she is I, the main I, character as well. I understand that she's not Riker. Yeah, and it's not like but it's you, the herd you, of them taking Riker away from me. It's all going to be a money thing. Yeah. If they yeah. are asking Riker money for a picture with Crusher, I can't do that. But if they're asking yeah. Crusher money, then I'll do it. Like sixty bucks for a picture. That's yeah. fair. But there's also Christina Ricci still going. Yeah, and they and did James actually. Marsters. They announced someone else, too, that made it so that now I'm totally fucking... I already bought my ticket to go Saturday, so I'm going Saturday for sure this year. And I had to because they announced that the man Michael Shanks himself is coming. Daniel Jackson from Stargate. And I've never met anyone from Stargate, and he's a franchise character. Like, he's fucking my favorite character in the franchise of Stargate. So I'm super fucking excited. But it's like, you take away Riker, and I was like, they better fucking give me so many. He is equal or better than Riker to his franchise. He's not better, he's, he's not better than. No, but he's equal to or possibly better than to Riker. Because he's in more episodes in his franchise. He has, So he has a bigger, grander scheme of appearances and importance along the storylines as well. Like, we're talking seven seasons of TNG, the movie's... The directorial debuts of Riker, fucking huge. It's equal. Yeah, I'd say it's equal. I think you're underestimating how important Riker is to the series. No, he is, but it's the same with as the ex- with the with the exception of the OG series. Yeah, will a version William Riker or Thomas Riker has shown up in every Star Trek ever? That's not true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Hear me out. He shows up in Deep Space Nine for a scene. He shows up. Yeah. He shows up at the end of Enterprise. So it has Thomas Riker in Deep Space Nine. No. uh, So, yes. He shows up for a scene in Voyagers, whatever. Right. Yeah. Voyager. Enterprise. The last episode. Enterprise. So that's three. He shows up in Lower Decks. Lower Decks. He's not in Discovery, and he's not in. Not. and he's not in... He's in Picard. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, he's in Picard. Um, and Strange New Worlds, he's not in. Uh, Strange New Worlds, he's not in yet. Yeah, or Prodigy. Uh, was he not... Uh, yeah. Or the original cartoon, the animated series. I don't count that, and neither do you. You know, yeah, you and I both know that. that. If we're saying he's in all Star Trek, he's fucking not he... in all Star Trek. But he is. You're right, no. He's not as... I, I hold Worf still higher than I hold Riker in ways. And I also feel like if Worf had been killed in the first season and Data took his place, everything would have been fine. Because Data would be a great second officer. No, he wouldn't. He would be a phenomenal fucking second officer. He would be so annoying. (laughs) Uh, Captain, I must say I disagree with that decision. Because, uh, and then he would just quote the fucking rule book at you all the fucking time. That's the great part about me, though. I don't have to say Star Wars is better than Star Trek. Star Trek's better than Stargate. I can love them all. And that's no, what no. I'm going to do. Love them all. Daniel I just Jackson. didn't like. I'm sad. Riker. I know. I'm super sad. Riker canceled. Because like I said, I was so fucking excited to meet him. And I was. I just. He's, he's thinking. A yeah. I was just thinking that like your statement was a little bit bold when you're comparing yeah. the two characters. I kind of redacted it shortly thereafter. Yeah. Because they are. Because like Riker. I wouldn't even call them equals. To Daniel Jackson. 100% the level no. of importance to their franchise, I think they're equals. Well, 
Well, no, because they had a whole series Daniel season where he just so... Atlantis and an SGU as well. No, I'm I know that. I also know that he was gone for a whole season, and it was fine. Riker didn't even have a beard until season two. Okay, so Daniel Jackson never had one. Exactly. So Riker's better with your logic. <laughs> I have no point. I'm just stating. Okay. Was, yeah. I'm not making a point. I'm just saying things that are true. <laughs> yes. Well, if I'm using this pointless logic that you're using, Riker's better in the beard department. <laughs> I, I like guess. using pointless logic. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. But no, so anyways, back to the original point before we went off on this comparison tangent that n- needed not happen. Fucking excited yeah. to meet Dan Jackson. So that's no cool. what he would be good to meet. Like I yeah. gotta say, I I really turned into a fan of his. I really like Stargate. I really did. Yeah, it's a good show. I do I, I do need to get uh back on the excuse me. Atlantis and SGU and Yeah. It'll be a and fun I also idea. wanna I also wanna try Farscape because what's his name is in that. Yeah, I watched uh, most of Farscape. It's interesting. So is uh Claudia Black. Who played Vala Maldoran? Oh yeah. Also... Was was that like done on purpose or was that? Yeah, I think. Chance? Well, basically, Farscape got canceled, and I think they were made by the same studio that made Stargate. And so when Jack O'Neill left, and they were like looking, well, maybe we'll cancel. Maybe we have still have stories to tell. They decided they still had stories to tell. That's when they brought in Cameron, Lieutenant. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I think that's right, Cameron. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, they brought him in, and uh, Val Maldoran, I guess, got the job, too, because it was made by the same studio. Yeah, he was in an episode of Walker, and I was like, oh, fuck, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's Cameron. a good actor. Yeah. It's interesting when you dive into a franchise like that. They become, like, part of you, in a way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I'm excited still. It'll be fun. I'm going to tour, like, the alley of celebrities obviously go and like see christina ricci in person that's fucking cool it'll all depend on the lineups and how much time i have whether or not i will actually meet them do they list the prices beforehand so you can budget within like usually a week before they'll tell the prices so it doesn't give you a lot of time i'm not looking to go insanely crazy but you see like kieran was saying there's a james marsters concert on saturday night but you have to pay extra I would be worth it though. I'm we're thinking about it. like he was he really wants it and I was like he's not that fucking good. Like I've heard his music. He's okay. I'm not trying to shit talk him. It's just like I'm I'm kind of aware that your birthday is the 23rd of September, correct? Yes. So my what I would do if I were you is just hint to Kieran <laughs> that Kieran usually buys my photo op. Okay. When like, I was going to say yeah, how sweet would it be if like concert on Kirit? Yeah, pretty much. It's and nice then, too like, because the week after, two weeks after the con, a week after my birthday. So the week before my birthday, he asked to uh, buy me something at the con, probably a photo op with Daniel Jackson. And then the next week after the, my birthday, he's taking me to Iron Maiden to because he owes me a concert. And he said to me, he had brought this up to me a while back because his son has never been to a concert and he wants to take him to his first concert. So we asked him, would you rather go see Blink-182 or Iron Maiden? And he chose Iron Maiden. And so he... I don't know who I would pick in that scenario. Yeah. As a first was, concert too, right? And you're I've seen both. I've seen both. Yeah. I I've seen I Maiden think... twice now, so I was like, really, Kieran? A fucking third time? He's like, Xavier picked it. I'm like, fuck, so I gotta go for his first concert. I've, I've seen Blink-182 twice. Seen Maiden once. Yeah. At a festival, and it was pretty unreal. They're good. They put on a great show. I, I guess it goes down to like the nostalgia factor, because I've been a Blink-182 fan forever. Yeah. But now I'm kind of like, now that you've been mentioning Iron Maiden, I kind of started revisiting them on Spotify. They're wicked, been, like, man. No, I agree. They're really awesome. But album like, after album, it's listenable music. Like you can't go wrong. 
even when they're on yeah. tour with, and you don't know the new songs, you fucking it's rock and roll. You're like, fuck yeah! And I, I didn't tell you this because because uh, Bruce Dickinson's a pilot. He yeah. does one of the he does the weight and balance training video for airlines. Oh, cool! No way. Yeah, yeah. There's there's this 25 minute video we watch That's in so training, cool. and it's done by Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's wicked. And at like, no point. Like- at no point does it say he's Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson. Like you don't, <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know. But like I know, and it's cool. hilarious. Yeah, that's really really funny. Yeah, yeah. No, so I have a good yeah. September ahead of me. I, Crystal keeps asking me what I want to do for my birthday, and I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to say. There's a lot uh, of options. Tell, tell her you want to go to the James Marsters concert. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just always wanted to see him. Uh, no, see, that's, that's the thing. I think I would do something like that just to say I went. Like, I remember yeah. when Mac- Macaulay Culkin's pizza band was touring, and I really – I didn't go because I was talked out of it, but it was like 25 bucks. You, you should have Macaulay- I should have went. I really yeah, wanted to go. Went. Yeah, you and, right. I, and it's one of those things that you can't go back and do because, like, I, I, was, I was trying to get anyone. I just needed one person to go with me because yeah. I didn't want to be, like, the only guy. At it's Macaulay fucking Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. It's Home Alone. Like fuck. I know, but he has a band that just sings about pizza, and they're terrible. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. But it they is toured. What it is. But it's Macaulay Culkin, uh, right? So yeah. So no, that would have been that would have been a fucking time. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and like, so I don't know. Did I tell you about the whole like Buffy the musical vinyl album situation? Uh, just that I looked not... for it. I looked for it years ago, and it was like seventy five dollars on eBay, and I was like, "Fuck that! That's too much. I'll find it for cheaper." Man, I should have mm-hmm. fucking bought it. I think it's like three hundred and fifty fucking dollars now. It just keeps yeah. going up every time I look on eBay. It gets more and more and more and more expensive, and I'm like, "You motherfuckers!" So I, one of these days, I'm gonna find it somehow, somewhere. But that's one of the things I've sought after for years. And he does sing a couple songs on that album, so it'd be cool. I, I don't know if he sings. I'd be really fucking disappointed if I went to a James Marsters concert and he didn't sing the song from Buffy. No, no, he for sure does. For think- sure does. I would bet if I was a gambling man, that is the. I would. That would be my big bet. You would I expect be... it, right? That's what I'm saying. If you went and he didn't, it, like, what it's the a fuck? fucking crowd pleaser. And there's so many yeah. videos on the internet of him actually doing it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can... oh, there is videos of him actually doing it. Okay, that yeah. makes me feel better. Then I wonder how much like it is. It... I gotta ask here, and I'm gonna ask him right oh. now. Yeah. Um, I think this is a thing you need to do, and I think you should con Kieran or someone into treating you for your birthday. It's a fucking good idea, that's for sure. I don't uh, disagree with your idea. That's it would be interesting because it's like a once. It is definitely a once in a lifetime thing. It is because when he the chance of him coming back and he's still young in his band, I don't know. Did I tell you uh, this other thing I'm doing in November? No. So. Friends of the podcast, the guys from Earth 894, I hit it off with Louie. Me and him have become best buddies. He For his birthday, he got tickets to a wrestling event called Survivor Series. Okay, this is like, I've heard of it. Uh, yeah, out of all the wrestling events, there's like three really big ones. There's WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. They've, they've, last, they've last, since wrestling's been around, these events have been around. It's taking place in Chicago this year. So Louis goes, if I go to Survivor Series, would you come with me? I was like, a hundred percent. So I am going to Chicago to see uh, live wrestling. And then I, while I was in while I was there, I was just looking at the hockey schedule. So it just takes place Saturday night, Friday afternoon, the day before. Toronto's in Chicago. Oh, cool. So Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon, St. Louis is in Chicago. So I'm hoping. To get all three events in. That'd be sick. Even if you could only do the uh, one event with them up in Toronto and you could oh. wear your Chelios jersey, that'd be pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Well, I'm packing the fucking Chelios jersey. That's 100%. Oh, yeah. Of course. And I'm just like, and like, I know I've tried to sell you this on f- before, but fucking wrestling events, 
are so fun. Any They're live so event fun. can be fun. I'm trying to be open minded for you right now because I don't feel like yeah. arguing when we only when we're nearing the end of the podcast. But <laughs> that's cool, man. I'm happy for you. I'm happy. It's going to be like a good it. time, and you're going to be jealous. You're going to be wishing you had, you were a part of it. Totally. I would like to go see a live UFC event someday. I haven't done that ever, so I, I would do that. But in Vegas, when I go to Vegas, I'll be aiming to do that. Uh, I hope you uh, meet Joe Rogan. Thanks. That'd be sick. I like Joe. He'd be fun. He's kind of a dick, though, too. I already have, like, a Joe Rogan-type friend who's really nice, but also extremely aggressive and super fucking hyper-focused on shit when they get super hyper-focused on shit, where he's, like, can't stop, and he's, like, just fucking obsessive over it. <sighs> like, that's how Joe Rogan gets about things, yeah. and I have a friend who's exactly like him, so I already know his type. Like, I could be around Rogan, and I could like him, but he's just so intense that it's hard to be around that all the time, I think, as a friend. He just... He just had Hulk Hogan on his podcast. I listened the to the stories, start of it. The stories that Hogan tells alone. Because, like, I even gone on this little bender recently of, like, the A&E biographies on, these re- on wrestlers. Okay. And, like, the road that they have to go on to do what they do is fucking nuts. Just right. the, like, going, like, barely surviving because you want to do this thing. So you do the indie circuit where you you're driving from town to town, making minimum money, living on like tuna and craft dinner, and just like barely surviving. Interesting. And then, and then just finally making it, and then you're on the road three hundred <laughs> days of the year. Yeah, it's like a circuit uh, tra- training, yeah. right? And you meet people yeah. along the way who are like trying to make it, and yeah, it's cutthroat mm-hmm. in that sense too. It's like being an actor, right? Being a a lowbrow actor it's hard to cut your teeth in it there's a lot as many success stories as there is uh, times that by a hundred for all the non-successful yeah. people there is right and 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 then just the like the moments that created their success yeah because there's all these other things that could have prevented it there's all these like you know like uh, these improvised moments like uh, an iconic thing that made stone cold steve austin was like he beat Jake the Snake Roberts at King of the Ring, and he goes, you quote your John 316. Well, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. And that became fucking iconic. And he made all these t-shirts that said Austin 316 with Stone Cold and a skull on the back of the shirt, hmm. which is still the most sold t-shirt to this day. I thought Stone that Cold's- he was like a mad Christian, and that's why he did that. Uh, no. No, he was making fun of someone that was a man. So I just assumed that they mixed yeah. wrestling and Christianity, and it pushed me even further away from the sport. No, he was uh, making fun of a, a Christian who huh. he beat the shit out of. Interesting. I wouldn't yeah. have known. I just yeah. assumed that's why. Yeah. Part of the reason, back in the day when I was like super anti-Christian and wrestling was also pushing that shit, I was like, "Fuck yeah. this guy!" But yeah. no, that's funny. <laughs> no, and it's awesome. But like all this stuff is just like, like if the crowd didn't pop the way they did, like it, all of it is, is just these things that get, and like the story of Rowdy Roddy Piper, if you're going to, I know you have access to my Amazon prime. So if you watch any of them, I would recommend Rowdy Roddy Piper. Cause he's a Canadian. And, um, yeah, that's fair. I'd... And he's a bag, he's a bagpiper. Like I've never legit. watched um, a wrestling documentary or, or anything like that, but I can tell you that I almost every single sport movie or sport documentary I've ever watched, I've very much enjoyed because it's like sporting, uh, right? It's yeah. fucking intense to hear the stories and success stories of success too, right? Yeah, but just I, I do I do recommend you watch that one because it is heartbreaking and like overcoming and just fucking awesome with what this guy had to do to just live yeah but it like it's just like that so i like i love and i think what it comes down to and i know exactly what wrestling is it's just fantastic when it's good it's fantastic storytelling and that's what you and i absolutely enjoy which is why i feel like if you gave it a chance when it's good it's fantastic story yeah that's what it is someday somewhere somehow take me with you and i'll give it a watch that's the best i can give you and i'll try to have an open mind yeah Cause like, but like, I feel like the whole time we were going to go, I was like, why is this guy getting like, why do we hate this guy? And I'll be like, well, man, it's because of this. I reason, wouldn't do this that. Reason. I'll just go yeah. with it. Yeah. You boo, I no, boo. No. You cheer, I cheer. 
I mean, like the I just, I, I just hope, but no, but I just, no, but I just like hope you kind of do. That's got it. That's my hope. Going, yeah. like, hey, why, why do we like say this? And then you'll be like, well, we say it because of this reason, this reason, and then all of this. So you're just like, yeah, because I've gone to a few wrestling events in my time. Uh, one time I went by myself, but it's so much fucking fun. I think if I went with you, I would try to not like to hurt anyone or anything, but I would attempt to get us kicked out by my mouth, my usage of my mouth. Like yelling, I don't think, yelling I don't things think... like t- grab him by the dick and twist it. And like, you've seen grab his dick and twist it. Someone made, <laughs> someone made that uh, at a, uh, uh, as a sign at a recent wrestling event. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Okay, cool. That's fun. I yeah. didn't actually mean I'd try yeah. to get kicked out. It would just be fun to yell shit, shit like that in a place you don't oh. care. I had a buddy that went to a show in Edmonton and his side said, I'm drunk. And they asked him kindly to tear it up. Um, that's funny. Yeah. What uh, are you excited for hockey season? It's coming up pretty quick here. I'm very excited. I, I'm nervous. Dude, I'm already, excited. I'm already looking up trying to get fucking games in wherever I can. Yeah. Fucking rights. Yeah. I've seen a few tickets for sale already from people. I, I don't know if I'm what I'm going to try to do. I might try to go to a couple games. Yeah. That's fucking it's, awesome. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I know that we should talk more about the hockey season as it comes closer. I know that Toronto just made a big deal with Austin Matthews. Yeah, for your deal. Did you hear McDavid's yeah. comments afterwards when they asked him no, about what, signing an extension? What, 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 what do you say? I can talk about it, to be honest. What, what, what do he say? <laughs> he said they basically said to him, are you going to sign at Edmonton when your contract's nearing the end? And he said, I don't know, three years is a long time from now. I'm going to have to see where I'm at in my life and what's happened in those next three years and go from there. I feel like that is a very fair answer. It is a super fair answer, but I would just prefer to hear, I'm never leaving. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, I think it wraps up this week. I got to hit the hay here soon because I'm I'm up in a few hours anyway. But... um, it was good to talk to you. Yeah, it was a nice, nice fucking talk. That's for sure. It's yeah. been a little while. We'll have to do another one soon, obviously. Yes, we'll, so we have another one in the bank, like we were talking. Hit me up. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and figure it out. Um, thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been a Side of the Story. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. Live long and prosper. Yeah. I was going to tell you one other thing, but I couldn't remember the name of it, so I had to look it up. Oh. That's what I was doing while I was looking at my phone, in case you were wondering. Oh, no worries. You have access we'll to audiobooks you told me a long time ago? No. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.